Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's deal with the reality. The Republicans screwed up the midterm election big time. So bad that now the Democrats have actually increased their lead because of the midterm elections in the Senate. This because now Senator Raphael Warnock has won that Georgia Senate runoff against Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker is a candidate that I supported, especially helping and doing everything I could so that to hope that he would win When we knew it was going to a runoff, Senator Ted Cruz and I flew to Georgia to immediately work with him, help him, and support him because we understood just how important it was to at least keep the Senate 50-50 at a bare minimum. Now, Warnock is going to be there for at least six years. Warnock's win gives the Democrats not only control of the Senate, but also Senate committees, allowing them to more easily advance bills and nominations. Now, we would be stupid, incompetent, dumb, The number of adjectives goes on and on if we didn't take a moment and deal with the reality of what just happened. And the reality of what just happened is we got our brains beat in in this midterm election when all of the issues were actually on our side. The issues were clear going into Election Day. It was the economy. It was gas prices. It was inflation. Everyone knew what the issues were. And Democrats had an amazing job of getting out the vote and doing a better job of having quality candidates run for races that would be elected. Now, let me also be very clear about what I mean by quality candidates, okay? Democrats have lowered the bar so low with their candidates that they're willing to elect dead people. They did this in Pennsylvania. A candidate who actually died that was still on the ballot they elected to office. They also have lowered the bar so low because all they do is they all they care about is power. And we know that that's all they care about is power, that they're willing to elect people that are incompetent, whether that is Joe Biden, the president of the United States of America or the Pennsylvania race, the candidate that ran against another bad choice by us and Dr. Oz. You look at the Fetterman-Oz race, and that tells you everything that you need to know about where we are right now. 
Democrats have lowered the bar to the point where power is really all that matters and everything else outside of the issue of power doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if the candidate is alive. It doesn't matter if they're dead. It doesn't matter if they're incompetent. Do I believe that Republicans should go to that level? No, I do not. Do I believe that Republicans hold our candidates to a higher standard? Yes. Do I believe that candidate quality matters on the Republican side more than the Democrat? Of course, because they're electing dead people and we actually say that ours need to be alive. But we also need to understand that we need to stop making excuses. There have been a lot of excuses that I've seen explode on social media. Excuses about how voting is done and how early voting is done and all of the other excuses of why we lost. The reality is we lost the Senate because we had some candidates that were terrible. We had candidates that could make it through a primary, but could not make it through a general. And there were many people that were warning that these candidates were going to be a disaster for the Republican Party. Dr. Oz is a great example of that. Dr. Oz, no doubt about it, got through a primary for one reason. He had the endorsement of Donald Trump. Donald Trump is the one that found Dr. Oz. Donald Trump's the one that advocated for Dr. Oz. Dr. Dr. Oz would not have run for Senate if it wasn't for Donald Trump. Am I blaming Trump? No, but I am saying the obvious, that just because you can get through a primary does not mean that you can get through a general election. You look at Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker would not have run if it wasn't for him being handpicked by Donald Trump. Now, Donald Trump was right. He can get anybody through a primary. It's also very clear he cannot get people to the finish line. Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Georgia, all very different states and very different parts of the country, all prove that candidate quality matters. Now, forget Donald Trump for a moment. And let's look at these candidates on their own merit. Herschel Walker had problems from the beginning. He had problems with his own family. We knew about that and people overlooked it. He had problems with women. We knew that and we knew that the abortion issue was going to come up. Herschel Walker, when he said that there would be, he was in favor of banning abortions with no exceptions. And then women came out and said, well, you told me to get an abortion. That was going to be hard for Voters to swallow in Georgia, to overlook it. Again, because Republican candidates are held to a higher standard than, de- than, than Democratic candidates. And the Democratic Party will clearly do anything to get somebody elected. They will elect a dead person and those that are mentally incompetent. All right, real quick, let me pause and tell you about our incredible friends over at Patriot Mobile. They are America's only Christian conservative cell phone provider. They want to make it easy for you to try switching to Patriot Mobile from whatever service you have right now. You can give them 60 days to show you why I use Patriot Mobile and why you should make the switch. Right now, when you try Patriot Mobile for two months, you get your third month free, plus you get free activation. Now, they offer nationwide coverage on the best 4G and 5G networks, and they use the same exact cell towers Of all of the three other major carriers, you're going to get the same coverage you have right now. You get the same great service. You get to keep your same cell phone number if you want to. You can even usually use the same phone you have in your hand right now. Now, why do you want to switch? When you do, they actually stand up for First and Second Amendment rights, and they give a portion of your bill every month back to conservative Christian causes that we all believe in. 
So if you're ready to support a company that's fighting to preserve our God-given rights and our freedoms, just go to patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. That's patriotmobile.com slash Ferguson. Or you can call them 972-PATRIOT. That's 972-PATRIOT. If you're fed up with woke companies that don't care about your values, support a company that actually does. Make the switch today. Get a free month of service plus free activation. PatriotMobile.com slash Ferguson or 972-PATRIOT. So you put all this into perspective and the question we need to ask ourselves is what do we need to do differently? Uh, I think the Republican National Committee chairwoman, for example, uh, it, it should be challenged. There's a bunch of people that are going to challenge her, we're hearing, and I think there should be a grand debate over that because I do believe the Republican Party screwed up and there should be a, a options at least, right, after a big mistake like this. And it was a big mistake. We had everything we needed to win the midterms. And not only do we just barely win back the House, but we actually gave away uh, and we lost ground in the Senate in a year when every issue with voters was on our side. There's also a second part of this. And, and, and I'm, I want to be careful how I say it because we need to learn from this and not turn this into a civil war, okay? We need to understand that we have to look beyond primaries and beyond just one kingmaker. That kingmaker right now is, and we all know it, Donald Trump. But Donald Trump got some candidates wrong here. Dr. Oz is a great example. Herschel Walker, I think, is another one. The fact that you had a Republican elected in Georgia as a governor and people deliberately voted for the Republican for governor there who they liked in Kemp and then deliberately didn't vote for Herschel Walker tells you that this was a candidate that there should have been more questions that are asked of the candidate. I like Donald Trump. I'm not blaming him for this. But we do need to understand that there is not a kingmaker in the Republican Party when it comes to the general election. You can't just pick people just out of because you're friends with them like Dr. Oz and expect everybody to go running to the polls because we now know that doesn't happen. You know, you look at Carrie Lake. She was a hardcore MAGA candidate. She never backed down from being a MAGA candidate. And she, unfortunately lost that race in Arizona. And part of that is because people said, I want an independent candidate of one ideology that happens to be Donald Trump. Now, whether that's fair or not is not what we're talking about. I'm talking now about reality. We lost an election and we lost several elections and we have to take a retrospective look backwards. Now, I believe that we need new leadership in the Republican Party. I know I like Rana. I know her. But when you have this type of defeat, you have to shake things up and bring in fresh ideas. That's just my opinion. There are coaches in sports that I've loved who've lost their mojo. And it's time to move on from them. You know, when I was growing up, I was a big fan of Larry Finch. But when Larry Finch was losing his mojo, that's a that's a great example. Right, I liked Josh Pastner as a person. Still, still talk to him. For example, Memphis Tiger basketball coach. He's been fine. Right, he went to you know Georgia Tech afterwards, but it was time to move on from him. And and that's because winning does matter. Winning, in my opinion, matters more in politics than it does in sports. Yet in sports, there's instant accountability. What happens at the end of every regular season in the NFL? You get email after email or or business alert, whatever you want to call it, ESPN alerts 
of all the coaches that did not have good seasons, many of them amazing coaches, some of them former coaches that have taken teams to Super Bowls and won Super Bowls who get fired. And I believe that politically that's how this should work, in my opinion. When you have an opportunity to win like this and everything's set up for you to win and the issues are set up for you to win and you have a president whose approval rating is low as his approval rating is and you still manage to screw it up, you need to have a big, big conversation about all of it. Now, Republicans also need to be smart and and not get into a civil war. Is there room in the Republican Party for multiple kingmakers? I believe there should be. I think that there should not be a civil war between, for example, DeSantis and Trump. I don't want to divide the party more because that just helps the Democrats. I don't want to see either of them taking shots at one another. I don't want to see Donald Trump going after sanctimonious, you know, as, as he does with his nicknames, going after DeSantis. I want us to be on the same page. Now, that's one thing that Democrats do better than Republicans. They don't kill their own like we do. But we need to be smart and go back and talk the issues ahead of the presidential election. And we need to go back with new leadership in the Republican National Committee. We need to go back and learn from our mistakes. And we don't need to make up excuses, which I've seen every excuse under under the sun for Republicans. Oh, it's voter fraud, voter suppression, voter this, voter that. No, at the end of the day, Georgia, Pennsylvania, and Arizona are very different places and very different states. And we lost in all three, and we need to look at the reasons why. We also need to make sure that we talk about the issues. I'll give you an example of an issue where I think we can win. Kevin McCarthy has come out saying the VAX mandate is over. He says it's time for us to rehire our service members that were released. The statement put out from Kevin McCarthy comes as House Democrats are reportedly set to defy President Joe Biden by joining Republicans to jettison the requirement for military service members to get vaccinated. The COVID vax mandate on our military is ending, McCarthy tweeted. Last week, I told Biden directly, it's time to end your COVID vaccine mandate on our military and rehire our service members. The end of the mandate is a victory for our military and for common sense. McCarthy also shared this statement saying the end of President Biden's military COVID vaccine mandate is a victory for our military. Last week, I told him, while I applaud the end of this uh, erroneous mandate, the Biden administration must go further. Unfortunately, the mandate has already had negative consequences for our military. The Army and the Navy missed their 2022 recruitment goals by thousands of service members. And at the direction of the Biden administration, the Defense Department discharged 3,300 Marines, 1,800 soldiers, and 1,800 sailors, and 900 airmen simply based on their personal decision not to take the COVID vaccine. These are the issues we need to talk about even more. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. 
BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's also a second point from these losses that we need to learn from, and that is elections and how they're run in this country. There are many different, uh, many different ways that elections are run in other states, right? The elections, the way they're run in Georgia are different than Pennsylvania are different than Arizona are different than Florida, for example. And Democrats are really uh, able to use early voting and other things like that to their advantage. It gives them an advantage. If there's anything we've learned, it's like every single time there is an election There's one thing that keeps happening over and over again. Democrats come out of early voting with a big lead and Republicans are having to play catch up every night. So if we have the legislature in many states, what do we need to do and what do we need to change to make sure these elections uh, don't give an unfair advantage or bias towards Democratic candidates? Right. How do we fix that? Because I think it's a certainly a point that we should be talking about. Marco Rubio actually understands this probably better than anybody. Um, Marco Rubio was on Hannity last night talking about the elections in Florida and how they do things there. I want you to hear what he had to say about what Republicans need to learn from election night in Georgia. You know, Senator, there is the reluctance and resistance that I've been talking about all night among Republicans in many states to vote early or to vote by mail. That is not the case in your state of Florida. Republicans do vote early, they do vote by mail, and they are confident in the integrity of the process, and they have confidence in the results. What, what are Republicans in Florida doing different? What is, systematically, what are you doing differently down there that would give people more confidence so they wouldn't have this catch-up of a couple of hundred thousand votes every election day? Yeah, well, first of all, Sean, you want to have a system that people know is going to have results within a reasonable period of time. I mean, these elections that go on for a week and, you know, it seems like every time in these elections, Republicans are up and then five days later, you know, you're going to lose. I mean, it always ends that way. So I think that undermines confidence. But I think it really ultimately begins from the campaigns with the approach. And that is a voter is a voter. And it doesn't matter if the voter voted by mail or voted early or voted on election day. A vote is a vote. And what you want to do is make sure that you're making it as easy as possible for people to vote. And as a candidate... Your, for your supporters to vote. So look, some people in Florida have to vote by mail. It is a seasonal state, as you well know. There are a lot of people that don't live in Florida uh, and don't come down to Florida until December. They're full-time residents, but they're not there that time of year. They have to vote by mail. There are others that you would like to see them vote early. Why do I want to see someone vote early? Because you don't want election data to be the day they got the flu, the day the car breaks down, the day that there's a storm, the day someone in their family gets sick and suddenly, you know, or they just forget to go. So you want to get that vote in as quickly as possible. They're actually, mechanically speaking, there is no difference in Florida between voting on election day or voting early. You're using the same paper ballot in the same process. The only difference is you don't have to go vote in your neighborhood precinct. You can vote at any of the early voting sites in different counties, have different number and, of and days. You, have you don't to have provide, to make a long line. You have to provide yeah. a voter ID. What about signature verification? Yeah. So on the absentee ballot, so the ballots that are mailed to people, there is an, a signature verification. And, you know, if those get in early and the signatures don't match, then they have time to correct that because sometimes people get arthritis or whatever and their signature changes. If you're going to vote in person, your ID is provided at that site. You have to sign there, too, and it has to match the, the signature they have on file or the signature that's, that's on your ID. But look, I voted early. 
I voted early about 10 days before. It took me all of about seven minutes to go in and get it done. There was no line, no long wait, and it worked. And so for us, the, the, key, the key is always to identify your supporters and get them in the box as early and as quickly as possible. You don't want to leave too many for Election Day. But there's still a lot of people that, that, that want to vote on Election Day. They like the whole process of going to vote on Election Day. You don't walk away from those people either. Senator, you said it was pretty amazing to me, and I thought it was very poignant, your point. You said uh, we were able to count 7,500,000 votes in less than five hours, and it took a week and a half to count far less votes in the state of Arizona. There really is no excuse for that, is there? No, and it gives off the perception, whether it's real or not, it gives off the perception that they want to see what the vote is, and then they decide we're going to keep counting votes until we get enough votes to overtake you and win the election. That's how it seems to have played out in these other states. I'm not claiming that's what happened. I'm just telling you that's what it looks like, and it creates a lot of negativity around it. In Florida, all of those early votes and all those mail votes are tabulated on Election Day. They're run through the machine. They're not announced. They're not released, but they've got them counted. At 7.01 p.m., 7.01 p.m. Eastern Time and then 7.01 p.m. Central Time in those counties in the, in the northwest Florida area, they hit send, and the computer immediately pops up, and you can see almost within the first 10 minutes after polls close what the early vote and what the uh, mail vote is. And then the rest of the counting is the election day tabulation that's going on and it's being fed in real time from the voting sites as they're run through the machine. Every time someone votes, the machine counts it and stores it, but doesn't re release it. And the result is you're getting outcomes very quickly. By 11 p.m., you pretty much know the outcome of every race in Florida unless, in unless it's like really, really close. I, I hope this is what we have to take away from this election. And state legislatures where their Republicans desperately need to get their heads out of their rear end and understand that how they're doing their elections in Florida is what we need to be mimicking and copying all over the country. Now, Democrats love the chaos. It plays to their advantage, right? They don't want to fix voting. And we, sh and, and, and we just need to know that and recognize it and understand it. But I go back to there's two issues here. We have to understand and we have to identify, we have to understand and we have to identify that candidate quality is the most important thing. Candidate quality is everything, folks. If we don't have candidate quality, we are screwed. If we don't choose candidates that are viable candidates that can win in a general election, we are screwed. And when people sit there and they act like, we can just pick some random guy like Dr. Oz and the voters in the Republican Party are going to act like Democrats and vote for anybody you put up just because there's an R next to your name. We need to understand that is not how this works. It's not going to work that way. It's not going to happen that way. There's also another takeaway, and that is we have to be honest about how the media is going to cover candidates that come out and go to war. Right. We know it's going to be bad, especially if you're a Trump candidate. They're going to try to destroy you. Great example of this is Van Jones. Last night, he had this to say about picking Herschel Walker. This um, uh, th tonight is about Georgia and tonight is about Trump picking somebody who, frankly, used to be a hero. Uh, his, his name Herschel Walker used to mean inspiration. Now it means insult. He's an insult to the black community. And a, what you may see tonight is people coming out not just to vote uh, in favor of a senator that they love, but just to vote against Donald Trump picking somebody like this and throwing this person at the voters in Georgia. Like, well, you'll just pick anybody who's black. His judgment, Trump's judgment 
tonight is going to be, I think, called into question by a lot of people. And, and I think that when you have when you have a situation where uh, uh, it's obvious that Trump uh, went a, uh, he was a little bit too clever by half. Mm -hmm. I know. I'm going to put a black guy against right. a black guy, but the guy that he picked was the wrong black guy. So you think it's insulting? I think it's absolutely insulting. It's the judgment around the kinds of people you want to run for office, this addiction to celebrity culture. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I mean, look, I mean, this is one of the things about Republicans over the years. You know, we, we don't have any celebrities much. You know, there's a, <laughs> a handful of folks. We have Duncan. <laughs> and uh, yeah. uh, that's about it. And, but when somebody pops up and it, they're famous, and all of a sudden it's like, is this person a Republican? And people start to elevate them beyond potentially what they're capable of. Look what's happened with Kanye West. Mm -hmm. And Herschel Walker, I think, you know, uh, obviously uh, got the nomination oh, because, because not just because Trump picked him, but you know, he legitimately a legend, but that doesn't necessarily make you the kind of person people want to put in the Senate. Now, we're still counting votes tonight. We'll see we'll what see. happens. But one of the things coming out of the midterm for me as a Republican is, I was talking to a Republican about this the other night, and he said, I think people just want normal folks who have good character. <laughs> and that doesn't mean you have to pick every celebrity out there and elevate them beyond what they're capable of. But that's a part of the Trump brand. I, yeah, I don't so. think, I don't want to cut out celebrities from being able to run for office, <laughs> but I think that if you are Herschel Walker, you are an insult to the black voters of Georgia. Um, and honestly, I mean, I'm not a Republican, but I, it would be an insult to me as a Republican to think that this is the type of person that I actually want to send to the United States Senate. I also think, though, for Trump, when you look at his liability, I think it's a difference between primary and general. If you can get through your primary without, let's talk about 2024, without Trump for some of the Senate races endorsing you, but you're in a close race, you know, I'm in the business of building coalitions. Maybe you try and pull some of those Trump voters and those independents, but not have Trump be your leading force. I think that's what Walker is trying to do tonight. I think it's too little too late because he was selected by Trump. Yeah, right. that's and Glenn Youngkin, maybe. That's exactly. And you guys will remember in 2014, when the, the Senate race was going on in Georgia, Herschel Walker emerged as a great surrogate for a credible Republican candidate. Mm -hmm. It's not like there isn't a place for celebrities who want to get into politics. You have no business being in the world's greatest deliberative body if you can't name basic policy positions, if you, you are clearly unclear on where you stand on something like the abortion issue, which is one of the most important issues facing our country. What do you make of Walker as a candidate? Well, look, I've been very vocal about this, and not because I don't want Republicans to, to have majorities. I just have the candidate quality does matter. And I think long term, this actually is a benefit for Republicans if we take this as a medicine and we pivot at this point and we go find folks that can really lead. And, and Gloria, I want to go back to something that you said. You know, at, at this point, I think Republicans want the air cover of, of a real leader. They want somebody to step up in 24 that is actually somebody they can attach their brand to, mm -hmm. distance themselves from Donald Trump and once again be a, be a conservative. You know, Donald Trump's confused everybody, maybe even brainwashed the conservative base to think that conservatism is somehow angryism. It's not angry. It's a very articulate way to make smaller government, safer borders, uh, foreign policy that, that matters. Those are things that conservatives want again. I believe the good thing. Well, let me say this. There are some things in there, obviously, I disagree with. But if you don't learn from your losses and you don't learn from your mistakes, we're stupid. There are some very valid points in there that should be discussed and talked about. And if we don't do a deep dive into these elections, we're just hurting ourselves.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I need to tell you about my good friends at Legacy Precious Metals. If you're paying attention, you've seen that the stock market has been plummeting. Many economists are predicting this is just the beginning, and we could see a market pullback well into 2023. If that happens, you're going to see tremendous losses in your portfolio. Many of you have already seen those losses. That is where there's an upside with gold. In the 2008 crash, when the market dipped, gold went up. Legacy Precious Metals is the company I trust when investing in gold and precious metals. They can advise you on whether gold is right for you, whether it becomes part of your retirement account or having physical metals shipped directly to you. When it comes to your finances, you want to act before it's too late. Be informed on your options. Legacy Precious Metals expert team can answer all your questions. So call Legacy Precious Metals today. 866 751 2218. That's 866 751 2218. Or you can even download their comprehensive gold guide at legacypminvestments.com. That's legacypminvestments.com. I, I want to get to another important issue real quick, and that is issues that Republicans need to focus on as they get back control of at least one chamber of the House. We need to focus on the issues that are going to be important to the American people. I'll give you an example. And this is something that should be talked about. This is something that should be publicized. Tom Cotton just did something that was very interesting. Tom Cotton uh, really kind of dropped the mic on the woke Kroger CEO for running to Republicans to save his merger from Democrats uh, who he basically have said, no, we don't like it. Now, Kroger is trying to buy Albertsons. And Kroger has run to the Republicans, hoping that they would rescue them and their merger. Now, this is the woke company that's doing this. Kroger announced in October plans to acquire Albertsons for $24.6 billion. Now, this plan, just so you know, was not celebrated. Just want that to be very clear. Uh, It immediately triggered monopoly concerns. It triggered uh, antitrust concerns. It especially among Democrats who are suspicious of massive corporations brought them concerns as they claim that Kroger is not doing enough good enough job uh, having stores in high poverty, high crime areas, minority communities. Now, Kroger is the nation's second largest grocery store chain and Albertsons is the fourth largest. So this is going to kill a lot of competition. Now, if this acquisition were approved, Kroger could potentially then rival Walmart. 
So there was a hearing this week before the Senate Judiciary Subcommittee on Competition, Policy, Antitrust, and Consumer Rights. And Senator Cotton blasted the Kroger CEO for running to Republicans to, for support while at the same time enacting woke corporate policies. Now, specifically, Senator Cotton grilled the Kroger CEO, McMullen, over a religious discrimination lawsuit. The federal government brought against his company for forcing two Arkansas employees to wear a uniform with a rainbow heart on it. That's the LGBTQ symbol. The employees were eventually fired because they refused to wear a uniform with the LGBTQ symbol on it. Now, in October, Kroger settled a religious discrimination lawsuit filed by the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission on behalf of the fired employees. I want you to hear this back and forth because this is where you can actually get conservatives on your side. And we need to understand that we need to talk issues more and we need to have more issues debates just like this one. If we're going to actually get people to want to vote for Republican candidates, listen to this. Well, I want to address Kroger's workforce practices and specifically how you accommodate or how you treat requests for accommodation. Let's suppose hypothetically that Kroger had a vegan worker with strong ethical beliefs about animal welfare. Um, if she requested to work outside, say, the butcher department and instead in the produce department, would Kroger accommodate that request? Thank, thank you, Senator, for the question. And it's one of the nice things about uh, one of our retail stores. There's many different areas, and we routinely have people uh, transferring between departments. Uh, some of that is just personal interest. Uh, some of that is uh, to grow in their own personal career. And if you look at our store directors, 70% of our store directors started out as an hourly associate. So it's easy to accommodate somebody, uh, and that accommodation is really uh, based on uh, their own desires and their own interests. Would you make such accommodations based on their Christian beliefs as well? Uh, we would not get involved in terms of uh, religious uh, beliefs. Okay, the reason I ask is that you recently agreed to pay $180,000 to settle a religious discrimination case in Conway, Arkansas. In that case, two Kroger employees, Brenda Lawson, age 72, and Trudy Rickard, age 57, uh, declined the uh, directive to begin wearing a new store apron with a multicolored heart symbol on it. They, like many other of your employees, felt uncomfortable with the new aprons because they thought the heart resembled a gay pride symbol. Rather than make accommodations, Kroger fired these two employees. One employee simply asked to cover the symbol with a name tag, but Kroger refused even that reasonable accommodation. Are you aware of these terminations, Mr. McMillan? Uh, Senator, I am, I am not. This was not a private lawsuit either by two disgruntled employees, Mr. Mullen. This was brought by the EEOC. So are you not aware when you're company is sued for religious discrimination by the United States government? Uh, no, sir, I am not. Not always. Well, I'm disappointed by that. Um, are you aware that, Mr. Mo or Mr. McMullen, are you aware that Kroger has something called an allyship guide for its employees? Uh, yes, Senator. Okay. Um, in the allyship guide, you direct employees to stop using sir and ma'am because they're not inclusive. Do you expect 
72-year-old employees in rural areas of Arkansas to really stop using words like sir and ma'am? If you, if you look at our allyship guide overall, it's trying to uh, support our associates in, uh, uh, going forward and trying to in be inclusive for everybody with all different beliefs. And uh, when you look at our associate resource group, uh, our associate resource groups were created several years ago uh, for people with different types of interests. And uh, we think it's incredibly important to be an inclusive opening culture uh, to welcome all associates. If employees in your stores in rural Arkansas refer to other employees or customers or sir as ma'am, do they face disciplinary action? Uh, I, not that I'm aware of, sir. I would have to ask. Are, um, are, are you still requiring employees to wear the apron with the rainbow heart symbol on it? Yeah, if you, the, um, if you look at this, uh, we, we put in place an apron several years ago because our associates wanted to have a common dress code. Uh, the heart is the symbol of our, the Kroger's fundamental purpose is to feed the human spirit. And uh, part of feeding the human spirit is the heart. And that heart is our fundamental strategy to support our purpose. Uh, the colors were not tied to uh, any specific thing. Well, I'm not sure I believe that because it was introduced during Pride Month as a supposed sign of inclusivity, and a federal judge didn't agree with it either. That's why he rejected your company's motion for summary judgment, and you just paid $180,000 to two employees that you wrongly terminated. By the way, would you like to offer an apology here to Brenda Lawson and Trudy Rickard for the ordeal they went through? I would need to understand more of the details, Senator. Thank you. Okay. Um, so is it the case that you are still requiring all employees without accommodation to wear this apron with the rainbow heart? Uh, if you look at the, uh, our apron would be required for all associates to wear consistently across the company. Does it or does it not still include the symbol for which you just paid $180,000 to settle an EEOC lawsuit against your company? Uh, it would include a heart on it. Uh, and, Senator. And having settled that lawsuit, are you now going to grant accommodations to employees who don't wish to display a symbol that they may perceive as not aligned with their moral and Christian views? Uh, Senator, I will uh, thank you for the question. I will need to f uh, follow back up with our team with more of the details. If this merger goes through, who's going to be making decisions about uniforms in the combined company and whether to grant reasonable accommodations? If you look on, in terms of our fundamental uh, uniform that was put in place, our associate resource groups uh, worked together in terms of designing the uniform, and, uh, and we would use the same type of approach uh, on a combined company basis. This is exactly what we're missing in the Republican Party right now. You listen to those thoughtful questions from Tom Cotton, Grilling the Kroger CEO over fire, uh, firing employees who refuse to wear a gay pride symbol. They lose. They have to pay $180,000, right? And still, Kroger is saying, we're going to keep doing this. You have a CEO that is obviously, I think, not being truthful to Senator Tom Cotton. And the reason why Kroger is running to Republicans right now is because Democrats are saying no to this merger so now after they treat people the way they've been treating people, they come immediately running over and they're like, oh, please, Republicans, help us. These are the types of issues that Republicans want thoughtful, honest conversations about. Right. These are the issues that Republicans say, yes, go defend me and my traditional values.
and defend these workers who are being persecuted and fired for not wearing propaganda, political propaganda, that goes against their religious beliefs. Literally, if Republicans want to win in the future, we got to look at candidate quality. We got to learn from our losses. And we have to make sure that we fight on real issues just like the one I talked to you about. Make sure you share a podcast with your family and friends. Please write us a five-star review wherever you're listening to this podcast. And I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.